So here's why this song is, yeah, and I'm sure you guys are like, how does this go back to your childhood? This song was released in, in June of 2014. Um, and that's really cool because it came out at a time when, you know, um, you know, Destiny's Child for a while now had gone, they'd gone in separate ways. They had started doing solo projects. Um, Beyonce, of course, you know, exploded out the, out the gates when, she, when they went solo. Um, and Michelle, we didn't hear quite as much from her and her uh, collection of music, but we knew that she was working. And then she came out with this banger and every African I know, every West African I know in particular, knew this song to the core of who they were. Um, and here's why, because growing up in Nigeria, uh, this was a song that every church, every gathering of Christians, you heard every gathering of Nigerians, because you know, everybody sang it. We were singing this song. Now, the only difference is we didn't have the verses. We didn't sing the verses. There are probably some verses out there that we just never experienced. Um, and it went pretty much the same way the chorus went, right? Say, when Jesus say yes, nobody can say no. When Jesus say yes, nobody can say no. Right? Like this, the whole choir would be singing that. Now, there are elements of the song that we don't hear, like, in the music. But growing up that we had, I remember there was a part of it where we would be like, Up, up, Jesus, down, down, Satan. Up, up, Jesus, down, down, Satan. So that was like a thing. Now, funny enough, I guess over the years, we've evolved with the way we deliver or address that song. Like there's no down, down Satan or down, down a devil or whatever, whatever the actual word is. It was always only, it's become only up, up Jesus. Like, you know, because the understanding of there's no comparison, right? Like opposite of God is not the devil, you know, like up, opposite of Jesus is not Satan. So the, I guess that understanding and that uh, expressing of that thought, it just separated. But the song uh, by Michelle Williams, when it was released um, in 2014, I remember everybody in the West African community that I knew of immediately gravitating to the song. And not because it was done by Michelle, but it really was reminiscent for a lot of us. I remember hearing it and immediately traveling right back to my childhood and the the talking drums, the uh, all the instruments that, you know, were being played, the the trumpet, everybody in harmony playing these instruments and directing us on how and when to move on this song. And it was always so powerful, so encouraging, because as it played, I mean, you literally saw people dancing out of their shoes. Um, there's this old meme where people would show a video of a guy, uh, Brother Franklin, I think was his name, uh, in, in a church in, in somewhere in Texas. And every time it was offering time and he was coming to the collection plate, because, you know, we didn't pass the collection plate. You danced up to the front of the church and put it in, in the collection plate. And he would dance his whole way up to it. And that's how it felt when we were listening to this song in church growing up. And I remember so many different times where you wouldn't even want to participate as a kid in church because you just wanted to sit down or play, play with your friends or, 
or do something of that nature where you weren't you were engaging in social ways but not in the church activities that was going on for um, for the day but that song would come on and everybody would be so hyped I remember as a kid maybe it's because I love to dance maybe that was just my thing it was my opportunity to get jiggy with it right excuse me it was my opportunity to now just have a good time because who is going to stop me for dancing to praise Jesus, right? Like nobody, like not a soul. And besides, they were all already in the spirit. They were vibing. So who am I to distract them? So I would just have a great time because that was just, it was life. And I remember, uh, so when the song came out, right? The, even the beat, like I, I learned that there was there was a, a Nigerian guy that was a part of the production team to get the music out, um, and um, I want to claim his name is Dakbar. I'm, I I don't want to I you know it was it was my name you know it was it was my guy you know it was like you know my dude I, I don't know him I, let me not put out false information right but he was working on it and I I remember something that was said was that he kept encouraging like, yo, you gotta do this song. And Michelle and her team, whomever were like, uh, I don't know, you sure? He's like, trust me, it's an instant hit. And that was that was the narrative that I received over the years. I mean, actually, I, around the time that the song uh, came out and I was like, yo, how did she learn about this? And who told her it was a good idea? And there was this resistance initially making sure that, you know, I guess wanting to make sure that she was putting out quality content, a song that would live forever, one, but two, honor the message that it was delivering. Um, and to my understanding, when he, he affirmed that, trust me, it's a bop. And you hear the, the beat, uh, 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 wait a minute, uh, 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 wait a minute. Uh, uh, uh. Now my beat, as I'm reciting it to you, is probably way wrong, but in my head, the way it's playing and the way it's coming out is totally different. But if you go and listen to uh, the song by Michelle Williams and you start to hear it, you're gonna hear the same. Uh, uh, uh. Wait a minute, and you you're immediately like, oh, whatever it is, I don't even care what the song is about, but I'm about to get down to it, right? Like you're already. It, in the you're already marching to the beat and i remember hearing it the first time and i was like yo what song is this because there's something similar about the sound because it's still reminiscent to what i grew up listening to and i was like i don't know what it is but i'm ready to hear this and the first line like like let me let me i'm gonna pull this because i don't want to i don't want to get it wrong at all um and the first line of the song goes uh when Jesus say yes, right? Like they didn't even give us a moment uh, to to wait and and try to uh, uh, to get into it, because I mean, like I said, like uh, 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 wait a minute, right? That's like so it was you know that was that was the intro, right? But the moment the song, the first line of the song comes, it's when Jesus say yes, nobody can say no. When Jesus say yes, nobody can say no. I know, I guarantee you, right now, the moment I started singing it, like, it's it's so catchy, and it is so amazing that you started singing it too. And even if you fought it, you're probably trying to fight it right now, 
It's in your spirit right there. I don't even care if you're not a Christian. You know the lyrics is dope, right? Like, when Jesus say yes, nobody can say no. When Jesus say yes. Now, because of the evolution of the, of, of music, you know, it, it was written. They have verses that, you know, the when Jesus say yes is so reminiscent of my childhood. I don't even know if there are actual verses that was sung in church. They might have, and I say that because they, they, they might have sung it, but we were so caught up in the chorus that we never paid it. I never paid attention to the lyrics. And I've talked to a few people that we all do not know lyrics to the verses, if there were any. But Michelle Williams and her team of writers obviously came up with some verses, and they did some verses that I was like, I mean, this is nice. I mean, I ain't even mad at it because it was, it was. It was it was a, a tune. It is a tune, and I was vibing to it every every single second, the very moment it came on. And of course, I know every single West African. I even include the Ghanaians, who are always my people. We love you, you know, making noise because you're going to World Cup. You're big boys, huh? No, okay, no, I'm sorry. I took it per. I'm I'm still taking it personally about that World Cup qualification. Anyway, back to where we are. All of us knew that one to the core of us, what that song meant. It, it took every single person back to their childhood, back to worship days back at home or wherever their home church is, where it was a community of Nigerians or Ghanaians or whomever is in that community, right? And, and when they did the verse, you know, of course, Michelle Williams had her sisters with her. So she had, um, uh, she had Kelly Rowland and she had... Beyonce joined her on the song and their verses were beautiful, they were powerful uh, but even if you didn't have those verses and you just stayed with when Jesus say yes that could be a whole thing by itself, kind of like I remember growing up listening to a song Abba Father um, and it was it was like six lines Abba Father and a few other words Right? I'm not even going to because that's not the episode I'm going to have to do an episode on that but I remember just those lines alone were so strong that I would stay with it long enough to just just revel in the song. And they had beautiful voices to go along with it. And the beat was right. The energy was right. I watched the video. And I, I remember looking at the video a couple of weeks ago with my family. And I was blown away because I'm seeing people in the video that I never paid attention to. Uh, one, per one being uh, the artist Major. I was like, I didn't even know he was in this joint. But he was in there just jamming away, dancing to the song. Um, if y'all know Major, Major, you want to jump on my podcast? Come on, come on. Because um, you have a song I want to talk about. Um, but yeah, the song was just that emotional. It was that much of a connector for me. And immediately, even though I'm hearing other voices, other tones, tunes, and 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 ways of putting together the, the song, it still took me right back to my childhood. It still took me back to those moments when I sat and I was like, yeah. This was my opportunity to just dance around in church, goof around because I didn't want to sit around and, and have to sit to the lecture or, you know, how in adult church you had to just sit there. And as a kid, you're like, why am I being punished or tortured to sit here? Because I'm not paying attention to what's being preached. God forgive me. I mean, but it's real. Let's real talk. You can't put kids in an adult environment and expect them to comport themselves as adults. Another subject, another story. But. I'm just I'm just letting my feelings out right now. 
But yeah, so when Jesus say yes, nobody can say no. When it came out, it was a bop. It still, it feels like a bop still to this day. Um, I can hear it at any given moment, and it transports me right back to childhood of growing up around my friends in church, growing around the family, and any gathering. Like you, it could be, you know, you're you're doing a housewarming, and there's going to be a three-hour prayer um, for a four-hour event, and an hour and a half of the whole experience will be them singing and praying in in unison and part of that is this song it was always at every gathering every event no matter where you know we were going to be singing that and and once it once it began so many people would want to take their um iteration of it so you'd have somebody singing off key in the surprise because it wasn't soprano um, or whatever, and they'd be singing in their iteration, and each person would have their turn to sing it, and they would sing it like they were singing a five-minute uh, song or or a hymnal with uh, six verses or whatever. But that was what I grew up remembering about this song. So now, when you think about it, I don't know what songs for you that could be, and for some people, this song might have only come to you since 2014, because if you're not, if you didn't grow up in an environment with with Africans, with West Africans in particular, because that's what I know, you probably didn't have this experience of knowing anything about this song. But I would love to know what songs you grew up listening to that have been flipped, reversed, uh, dipped in chocolate and, and, and sparkles, and now you hear it in a different way, and now other people are enjoying it. I would love to know what songs that is for you, what song that is for you, or songs. You might have multiple, right? But that's just one of many for me that... that um, I just really every time I hear it, it's still it. As much as I hear Michelle Williams and and Beyonce and Kelly Rowland, it still takes me back to the off-key singers in church standing next to me uh, in the pew. That's what that's it for this episode. I'm hoping you're enjoying this. Um, I think this is just going to be unofficially uh, an unspoken way my Nigerian experience as I do episodes while I'm out here in Nigeria, experiencing uh, the the love and the heat all in the same breath uh, appreciate you guys for continuously supporting and growing with the music and nostalgia podcast I can't wait to see you on the next episode where we get to explore more thoughts and ideas about music touches our lives and what places it takes us i appreciate you once again for joining me remember no matter what you're doing in life the joy is always in the journey go listen to some music see where the memories take you peace out